Paycor knows HR teams are under pressure to recruit and retain top talent. You need more than HR tech. You need expertise at the core. Meet Paycor. Our technology saves you time. Our expertise helps you make a difference. Paycor.com slash meet Paycor. Introducing my new $4.99 spicy chicken strips combo. 100% all white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Hey, this is Sugar Shane. Now, welcome to another episode of Sanctuary Sweet Truth. Got my co-host Billy Dees with me. Hello, everyone. And we got Jack Casey, who's with us. We might as well just say he's a co-host too. Hell, he's here all the time. <laughs> yeah, so, pretty I mean, much. Yeah, so they don't. Really, I don't even like saying even guest anymore, man. It's kind of stupid. So, it's hey just, guys, uh, real I, quick, I want to test something. I want to turn my headphones down a little bit because I've got like a raging headache tonight, and I just want to okay. make sure it's not affecting my mic. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna cut it down a bit. Am I still coming in at the same volume? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Yeah. That helps a lot. Yeah. You're oh good. man, I woke up to a migraine today. Oh, then, oh. that sucks. Ever since then, dude, I'm all shaky. Like my freaking, it feels like I'm getting stabbed in the back of my eyeball with a little ice pick. It's driving me nuts. So, all right, I, that's better. <laughs> uh, Sorry about that. No, no, that's good. Uh. You want to go ahead and give that Twitter information there, Billy? And then we'll yeah, absolutely. Just to let everyone know if you maybe you're, this is your first time checking out our podcast or what have you, we are the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth Podcast. Now, you can find us on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio at any time. You know, you can tweet us. We monitor our uh, most of our social media through the week, and we try to respond as much as possible. You can find us live. We are live twice a week. That's Monday and Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on the Spreaker podcast service. That is a free app, by the way. And also, you can catch us anytime on demand, either on Spreaker or on iTunes. And again, that's under the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast. Yeah, good job. Good job. I like to hear him deliver that. Oh. It just sounds better when you do it, man. It's just you have right. that you have that radio DJ voice. I just have that voice where it's like, oh. "Come on, sit by the campfire. Let's talk a little bit." But you, <laughs> well, thank a, you. I'm more of a storyteller type guy. I'm more of a like you oh, know. Okay. I don't know why. I just kind of a, I'm more of a like a sitting in a rocking chair, sit around a porch type guy. But yours, it sounds like it's done in a studio when you're reading it live. It sounds very good. Oh, cool. Well, thank you. Or right, thank you. That's great to hear. I think Jack would agree with me on that one. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Well, thank you. You're both very generous. Thank you. Uh, I don't want to get into this a whole lot, but I just want to see what y'all think about this. As y'all know... I haven't been speaking to one of my family members for quite a bit since I went to Georgia because of some stuff that went down. 
and I find out about an hour ago that my mom now let's go ahead and I, mean, she, I don't think she'd mind me telling this that she has some issues mentally certain areas Okay. and I don't think she'd mind I'm not going into all the details but I don't think she'd mind me saying that because we've come to terms with that okay so he had a post of one of his videos on Facebook and she commented on something about it. Now, she's made some comments to some of my posts. You don't see them because what I do is if, if I catch them in time, I go and I hide them. I don't go and delete them. I don't go blocking them. And I damn sure, because we can say that, we're FCC, I damn sure don't pick up the phone and call my mother who's having mental issues, who also has a disease right now that she's fixing to go have surgery and we don't even know what in the hell is going to happen there. And rant and rave on the phone with her and talk to her like a dog. And you got the nerve to talk about me that drove 720 miles to Georgia. And I can't even get somebody to come visit a little piece for me and go grab somebody or whatever the case may be and drive 10 minutes. No, you have zero sympathy from me. And you've got a cold day and you know where before I'll ever pick a, have an apology. Because you're going to treat my our mother like that? Wait, I'm confused. Uh, it's not so Christopher. he posted a video? Yeah, well, he, he, post posted, a video of he posted a music video of something he does. And my mother has got mental issues, as I've said. And she posted because she's a religious person or however you want to put it. And she put on there a comment in a religious type way. Right. Okay. So instead of just hiding the comment, deleting the comment, or just whatever the case may be, because I realize she has a problem, I'm not going to go hair crap out crazy. Nuts over it. Because I'm worried what somebody might think. You know what? I don't give a damn what anybody on my Facebook post thinks about anything that goes on it. If you don't like it, there's an unfriend button. More You're more than free to welcome to, to, to do it. Or you can go a step further and block. I don't care which. Because I'm not going to be told. You, know, you, you can't be, let people influence your way of thinking. You can't let you know, influence your dressing. You can't go somewhere unless you're wearing a certain kind of clothes. That, what kind of crap is that? If you've got yeah. to have, if you if your friends are because of how they're influenced by, then you're then you've already lost. I don't have Jack Casey come up my house and me look down on him because of a shirt he wears. It'd be really funny if you did. I, I wouldn't. I just something I, I wouldn't you, do. I would give you crap for days over something like that. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Heck, I wouldn't even be offended if you said to hell with you and left. <laughs> because that's just stupid I'm not going to be dictated what I got to think I'm not going to be dictated nothing like that and then they want to talk about me and how I'm not doing this and I'm not doing that they've never been here once to visit me but they went a few weeks ago to Colorado flew out there to have a meeting with a girl to tell her how to get into the business of which he's never even been in so you go, go figure Wait, is this a multi-level marketing thing? 
No, it's no, no, no. It's this is I ain't getting into all of it. But I'm just saying for the sake. I was gonna say a lot of times when I hear go somewhere to like teach about a business, it always ends up being that Sephora crap or the Amway or something like that. Right. Yeah. So that's why I was curious because there's a difference between an actual business and multi-level marketing. <laughs> right. Now this is just. I just don't like it. I don't. I, I, and don't you don't call the don't call your mother up and raise hell. What if something happens? Yeah. On the operating table. This is why <clears> when <throat> our grandmother died, God forbid, I hate to say this, this is why he had regrets because he kept saying he's gonna go get a cup of coffee that he never went and got. You know, gonna wish I coulda shoulda. None of that stuff ever happens. And I, I'm just as guilty. I'm not going to sit here and say that. I want to go have lunch, sit down with me and Billy D and just have lunch one day. And I keep thinking about it, but I keep putting it off. Don't die soon, Billy. No, it's, it yeah. could be me. I ain't saying <laughs> Billy. I'm talking about me or anybody. I mean, the thing about it is, is you have regret. Oh, sure, <laughs> sure. And I don't want. I want to have as. I'm not. I want to have as few regrets as possible. Anybody that tells right. you they have zero regrets in life is living an illusion. It doesn't happen. Nobody in this world has zero regret. I don't care if they're a celebrity. I don't care if they're multimillionaires. It doesn't matter. There is something that was done along their way in life through the years that they regret happened or did. That's just right. the way life works. Anybody that tells you that is just BSing you or BSing themselves, probably the worst case scenario. So, anyhow, getting off yeah. that. Oh, well, no, I, I did want to say I, I, I was chuckling at hearing Jack talking about multi-level uh, marketing because one, one of my little witticisms that I often say is if someone's explaining their business to you and they have to explain to you why their multi-level marketing program isn't a pyramid, it's a pyramid. <laughs> right, yeah, right, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And, and, and another tale, t- uh, another tale sign. I can't say it, telltale sign that uh, it's a multi-level marketing program is when the salespeople are more interested in bringing you as a, in as a salesperson than they are in selling the product. Um, that's, that's usually a, a pretty big red flag. That would be like going to a, a car dealership and saying, hey, yeah, um, I'll tell you what, I'm interested in this car right here. And, 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 and the salesman said, well, I'll tell you what, I, I tell you what, you, you, you can join my group. And if if you join my group, then you can buy this car and you can sell this car to yourself. And then if you bring somebody else, the next car you buy will be at half the cost. You'd be like saying, what what kind of place is this? (laughs) But that's exactly how it works. I remember a few years back, um, I had a coworker at the first store I worked at who uh, decided she wanted to get into Avon. And I was like, don't. Like, no, because you're going to lose a lot of money if you do that. Yeah. yeah, come six months later, she can't sell any of her stuff. All of her friends hate her, and you know it's like, well, I told you so. You know, <laughs> every time you call, it's Avon you're trying to sell. <laughs> yep. I've had people who I haven't talked to in years like try and hit me up for stuff like that, like, like hi, buy my crap, and it's like, no, um, I'd rather not. Um, but just a, a lot of cases, just a. You breaking up on your end? Yes. Yeah. yeah, you're breaking up. You know? You're breaking up, Jack. Like, uh, there's this. Hold on, let me fix something. Am I better now? 
Yeah, that's yeah. better. You sound like Mel Titlis there for a minute. <laughs> oh, my mic cable wasn't hooked in all the way. Okay. Oh, okay. Am I better now? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. you're working now. That okay. might be. Uh, and my brains are scrambled today. I don't know what's wrong with me. But um, I, I even forget what I was talking about. So anyway, multi-level marketing, don't do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, I don't want to get on this topic because it's already a dead horse, but I do want to make mention of what was, I guess apparently somebody had told Julian Edelman, the one that won the MVP for the Super Bowl, that that was an ugly win. He said he'd rather have an ugly win. He'd take an ugly win over a pretty loss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, good point. Uh, that was a good win. He changed the course of the game. Oh, like, oh yeah. How is that an ugly win? Yeah, I'm the, I'm the, I have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I mean, you could make the argument that defensive games are often boring because obviously people like scoring. Right. But uh, uh, other than that, though, I mean, it was a well-played game on both sides. It just you know, one side was going to blink before the other side did. Right. And it, and we talked about this on the la- uh, on on the last podcast, but the Rams just spent too much time on defense that first half, and they were tired. That, yeah. That's basically yeah. I mean that's that's the way it goes. Yeah, yeah. They were, they had they had uh, was on the field the majority of that whole half. Yeah. Uh, how was y'all's week overall, or the last few days been overall? Do you want to go first, Jack? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say today today kind of sucked. But otherwise, I haven't really done much. Yeah, you still, <laughs> so, um, you're still breaking up. I'm, uh, I guess I'm. How uh, about now? Right now, you're not. All right. I guess my sister's in town on Monday, so I'll see her then. And I'm going to go up to the falls and hang out with my buddy tomorrow, but nothing really out of the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. How's your birthday billy hey, my, my birthday was okay you know i didn't really do much and uh you know it's just a another year closer to death <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i say that in fun but i mean it's just another day is really all it is oh yeah and yeah and uh uh but it's uh it, it, for me though i'll tell you it it seems like the the time anymore is going by so fast. Oh, it is. That that's uh you know that's the thing and, and really, you know, we all, we often say that life is short, but if you consider, let's say, you can probably remember last January pretty well. I mean, right? Yeah. Wasn't well, that long ago? You can remember, you, you can remember January two thousand eighteen pretty well. Well, you know, when, when you start breaking this down, well, 10 years is only 10 of those segments. And uh, if you have even a long life, you know, you have maybe seven or eight segments of those 10, and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's how short it is. Um, and it's alarmingly short. So my advice is, man, life is precious. And, uh you know, enjoy life as as best as you can, and uh, make sure that you take care of the people that love you. That's that's my best advice. Man, you better not damn get up and die on me, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, if I have to go, I want it to be. And, and this is no joke. Yeah. This is no joke. Um, Linda Ronstadt was on uh, uh, TV the other night. They they interviewed her, and then they asked her about. You know, she's battling, uh, she's got some health problems and so on and so forth. And they asked her, you know, she's obviously, uh, you know, getting older. And um, 
they asked her about you know how she felt about that and it was an excellent quote and i feel exactly the same way she said i'm not afraid of dying i'm afraid of suffering but i'm not afraid of dying yeah and uh, i boy I, I gotta tell you that's me i one bad day whenever it comes i just want one bad day and that's it you know yeah. i don't feel so good <laughs> you know, right. that's, that that's what i want i i don't want a long protracted yeah. uh no Right. No. You just want it to be over and done with, I hear you. Yeah. I didn't mean to bum everybody out. It was getting real quiet over there. No, no, you're good. You're good. I was just thinking. <laughs> I was just thinking. I was just thinking. I do I know that if I'm ever in pain like my dad was with the cancer that he got, you know, at the end of his life, I'm probably yeah. just going to kill myself. It's not worth it yeah. to go through all that, you know? I can't, I can't say I don't argue with you. I mean, I could argue with you. I just about, I mean, I agree with you. I'd probably have to say the same if I was, you know, if it was that bad. Yeah. Uh, watching someone go from 210 pounds to, like, muscle to a Holocaust victim was uh, kind of funny. But, um, anyway. Uh,. I wanted to make mention of this. The, the title of the show is about the forty years. Liam Neeson. You've heard. You've been reading about him in the news, haven't you? Yeah, I, I've caught bits and pieces of it, but I've been busy this week, and uh, I really haven't been had a chance to follow that. That's where he was. He came. He came clean on what happened to, uh, forty years ago. One of his family members had been attacked and raped or something like that by African-American or African. Well, that was in Europe, I believe, so it wouldn't be African-American, but African okay. over there. It would have been a Moor. Uh-huh. I believe they call Moors over there, people from North Africa. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Fun fact. But, uh... He said, but they had been raped by one. So he got out into the street, took a stick or something with him. I forget what it was. And he walked the streets and was looking for another African. If any, it didn't matter to him who it was. He was just wanting to beat, beat the hell out of one of them. Possibly kill him. He was enraged. He was mad. Well, he came clean with that. Now, this was 40 years ago. Something he did in a fit of rage because of something that had been done t- terribly wrong to one of his family members. Right. He was come out trying to say he's a racist. They're going to boycott all his damn movies. Well, Michelle Rodriguez, she came out tonight today on him and said this is all a bunch of BS. She said there's no sense in this. She said the man ain't a racist. She said have you ever seen the movie Widow? She said he had his tongue down Viola Davis's throat. <laughs> she said there's no way he's a racist. She said there's no way a guy that's a racist could do a scene like that and it not show no matter how good an actor you are. Yeah, I, I um I don't I don't know about the full context of that. Um, I had heard some some people talking about it, and and it was like in the spirit of this is what you have to guard against those kinds of feelings. It was kind of like you know he learned that you you can't just jump to those feelings. Right. So I mean it, yeah I mean it, it was uh, kind of like a cautionary tale. And I don't know if that context is correct. I'd, I'd really have to investigate this and and make sure that that context is correct. But if that's the case, then I yeah, think it's a tweet. I think it's a tweet that she tweeted, if I'm not mistaken. 
Well, yeah, that. I, I, but he was fully interviewed, and from what I understand, it was a, a uh, you know a written article in, in in a paper somewhere. I'm not sure which one oh, it was, okay. but it wasn't okay. it wasn't like a tape that you could review, right? So right. and and uh, so yeah, I mean I don't know, um, uh, but you know that's it, there's a complicated psychology involved. Then it's just like somebody if you've been attacked by a dog, you might have a fear and an aggression towards dogs or. Uh, a lot of women, uh, if they've had a bad experience with a man, that they they have an attitude towards men, and it's that that's a uh, a very complicated psychological you know, and something I don't really you know, I'm certainly not qualified to talk about it, but um, you know that has to be dealt with you know very carefully and and with professionals. Um, so I, I hear again, I don't know what happened there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I would definitely, you know, you know, make sure you understand the full context of that before you, uh, right? You know, yeah. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I don't think the, the man's a racist though. I really don't. I think it's a lot of times people just want to go and they want to look into somebody's past and hold them accountable for all that. Well, you know, sometimes people grow, you know, and uh, oh yeah, their, their thoughts change, their their opinions change. They don't believe the way they did twenty years ago, forty years ago. It's not the same thing, and I don't even think he ever believed it then. I just think he did something in a fit of rage that he let his emotions get to him. Yeah, what I think happened. Look at how low the bar is to be called a racist or a sexist or any of that, and have people go after your jobs anymore these days anyway, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, You can say something relatively innocuous, and then bam, like half the world wants you, like, you know, burned at the stake. And um, even if there isn't context to it. Uh, I don't know. It kind of bugs me that we do that nowadays as a society. Yeah. yeah well, I don't like it. I don't like it when it's done to anyone. And and here again, I I'm, I don't have an an overriding ideology. I'm not conservative or liberal, what have you. And and the fact of the matter is, is I don't like it when someone takes it. I'm not talking about this case here in particular because I don't know the facts on it. But I, I don't like when anybody takes a case and uh, grabs a comment and puts it into another context. And, and quite frankly, I don't like it when it's done to Trump, but I'm no fan of him. I don't like it when it was done to Obama, which I, I kind of happen to like. Uh, I don't like it when it was done to Hillary. I'm no big fan of her. I don't, li- I don't like it when it's done. That's the thing. In this day and age, we have to to you know determine that a specific action uh some sort of a uh, a thing like that is either right or it's wrong it's not right when it's done to somebody that we don't like and it's not wrong when it's done to someone we like you know what i mean it's either right to do that or it isn't and i I believe that there's just way too there's this gotcha you know mentality out there right now that they'll grab any little phrase or anything that um, you know fits an agenda that they have and they'll throw it in the competition's face and make it ugly and uh, we we got to get away from that we we have to start having real discussions about problems oh, yeah. and, uh, and and you know what and and the fact of the matter is what's what's really troubling about this is that there's there's a lot of people out there who aren't inter- they, they claim that they're interested in having a real discussion, but their real goal is to raise hell. Their real yeah. goal is to make you look bad. There is no middle ground because their goal is to make you, you know, uh, be something that you're not. And and both sides are guilty of it. I don't care. You know, 
it's out of control now. It's it's this gotcha, and you sw- you you switch around from Fox News to MSNBC, and you'll see both of them doing. You know, they they're tactics. They they disguise what they're doing a little differently, but it's still the same thing. It's making up the other side to be something that they're not, or exaggerating their position. And there's just way too much of that going on. Mm. Oh yeah, you don't even have to be like a celebrity or public figure for that anymore either. You say something yeah. on Twitter or on Facebook that people don't like, they'll be hounding your job, harassing your family. It's just it's yeah, gross. that's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think he ought to just let things do. You know, no need to beat a dead horse if it's that long. I mean, if he had just said it right then, you know, it might have been a different story. But when you're talking about forty years into a man's past, it's time to let it go. Before we get into the State of the Union, I do want to I want to address this real quick. Uh, what's up with this blackface thing going on? Have you heard about all these people? Yeah, there's. Uh, I, I presume you're talking about that sweater that did look very odd. I got to tell you, that was a weird looking turtleneck. Well, you had uh, you had the guy that was the uh, Virginia Attorney General, and uh, oh, that's Virginia. a different thing. Okay, yeah, that's a different thing. Joy okay. Bear from the uh, View, she's been yeah. caught for it too. Now they're saying they found a photo of her when she was uh, twenty nine, I believe, and she was dressed up like a. I mean, she had her face painted up a little dark, you know, darker. And yeah. you know, and to me, it looked like she was just dressing up like a black woman. I mean, it didn't look like she was being offensive. It wasn't like Amos and Andy. Yeah, wouldn't that kind of right. blackface? And I mean, it looked it looked it looked tasteful to me. I don't know. And you know, and yeah, you say, I'm well, not, you a, don't I'm not a fan of her, but yeah, I'm, I'm not, not either. A fan of her, I'm not yeah. either. But I'm, yeah, I, I'm not either. Uh, but the, uh, in, the, in the case of the governor, that's a that's a little different. That, oh, that okay. one's that's an ugly picture. Oh, see, yeah, that was the one where he was being a Katrina victim, right? N- no. Uh, well, yeah, I, I no. This was, I'm not sure what this picture was. There was somebody in blackface standing next to somebody who, who appeared to be dressed in a in a hood and sheet. Oh, that ain't good. Now, yeah. now, granted, I have to, now, granted, I can't hold a double standard. I have to stand by my first words. Now, granted, it'll probably cost him one way or the other. But a man should be held accountable for what he's doing now. You know that I don't know how long ago that was. Well, well, here's yeah, here's I, I here again. I don't have. I wasn't prepared to talk about this. I don't have all the details right in front of me. But, but, but from what I understand, he first said that he was in the picture, and then he said he wasn't in the picture. Mm. Okay, I, I don't. I don't know what the, the. But the problem is, is that in his graduation book, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. It's on his page. Okay, wow. there's no doubt about that. Okay, it's on his page. And what the issue is, is this wasn't like back in the 1960s. Okay, this was in the mid-1980s. This was when, you know, there was an awareness that you should have been sensitive to. And he wasn't a child. This wasn't a 16- or 17-year-old kid. This was after college. This was after some sort of a medical school. He was like 25 years old. Right. Now, there's a couple of things here that I don't quite understand. First of all, even in those times, he should have had enough sensibility to know that that was not a good picture to feature on his page. Okay. Uh, and, And he was old enough to know better. And what I don't understand is when he ran for governor or whatever it is that he is, um, he would have had to have known that that picture is out there. Yeah. I, and 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 did he honestly believe that after he got elected, that you know how many you know yearbook pages are are not hard to find, 
Um, I, I don't understand um, why he didn't get out in front of this so, long before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He should uh, have. So, th- so th- there's a lot wrong with that picture. I mean, uh, metaphorically, I mean the whole. The whole <laughs> when I say that picture, I mean the whole thing. The whole thing is just odd. Mm. So yeah. Now well, it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, now, the thing with Joe Behar, I, I, I hear again, I don't know about that. Uh, I just saw a brief flash of it uh, before getting on here today. And uh, I, I, I don't know that she necessarily meant anything uh, bad by it. And I don't know what her explanation of it is. You know, that's just, you just have to take these things in a case-by-case basis. I think, and, she told, and, I think she said she just wanted to dress up as a beautiful black woman. Okay, is that what she said? Yeah, okay, that's I, I'm pretty sure that's what she said. I, when they, I think she gave her explanation for it, and that's what she said. And you know, and, that's and, the thing. And it was context tasteful. matters. Yeah. yeah, context matters. Like that reminds oh, yeah, me that, of sure. recently. Uh, there's this uh, there's this lawyer that I follow on um, on YouTube who covers like internet cases, like different YouTubers suing each other or whatever. Well, a while back, he got into a fight, pissed off some SJWs, and so they went back. Um, into his uh, his Facebook and found a picture of him in blackface from like 2005 or 2006, and then went on and on about how this guy's a racist and how like you know they're trying to deplatform him from uh, Twitter and YouTube and you know ruin his channel yeah. and all that. And it it turns out that he was actually dressing as one of his friends from law school, who happened to be a bigger black guy and he's like a shorter white guy, and he, it was at a private party. But yeah, he was dressed as his friend. There was no racism or any of that involved you know but people still kept going after him and to this day you'll see people call him the blackface lawyer oh it's, it's just God. dumb it's like dude dressed as his friend like calm down yeah, you know? it's, yeah. not everything has to have some kind of racism or sexism or other bigotry you know attached to it sometimes yeah. it's just fun to dress up as your friend you know or what if you dress up as like a basketball player or like a football player or something for Halloween hmm. I, mean, I don't see a problem with using blackface for that dude's black Right. I mean, otherwise, you know, you're just walking around in his uniform, which just makes you look like an average sport fan. There's no costume behind that. Well, that's like yeah. I said. That's like I've said. I'm a huge Red Fox fan. I love Sanford and Son. I mean, I'm, I'm, I just I love listening to some of his stand up. I like him a lot. And what if I wanted to just play tribute and dress up like Red Fox one year for Halloween at a party and put some blackface on? Because I mean, to get into character. I mean, am I going to be racist? No, I ain't racist. I'd love to have met the man. I'd love to sit down and have a sandwich with a dude. That'd have been awesome, right? Yeah, just yeah. people well, don't yeah. know. They'll look into context anymore. Like context, yeah. just I guess, no longer matters. You know, right? Yeah. Well, well, well. The term blackface is troublesome as it is because that that is a term that is yeah. that that is designated to be a caricature. Okay. Um, and uh, th- that's an issue. The, 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 and, you know, in this day and age, let's say something, you know, portraying somebody like Othello or something like that. Um, I, I, I would have to say that if, if you're making yourself up as, let's say, an actor, as like you, what you were alluding to, to be a member of another race uh, in a matter of interpretation of, of that character, you know that that's probably a different context, but in 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 these times, I don't know that that's even possible. Um, it, it's too it's it's just too much of a, a of a charged thing, and and for good reason because it was excused for many years. Yeah, and uh, the you know the, the the lines there are just too blurry for for too many people, and quite frankly, I would just stay away from it. Well, I understand, I mean, and I understand where you're coming from with that. 
I get it. But at the same time, where do we draw the line? I mean, eventually, you got, we're going to do that with every damn thing that comes along. Everybody's it's that way. I mean, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get like that. Like I put on there the other day, uh, what's his name? Don, uh, that comedian, Don Rickles. I put that bit on there where he was, where he was uh, roasting Ronald Reagan on the Facebook page. And I said, you'll never see this. It will never happen again. There will never, ever, ever be another Don Rickles. Won't be. It'll be a long time before uh, you'll have a comedian like him. Now he was yeah. a little different because he managed to somehow do it in a way that people knew he was a good person. Right. Okay. I don't he know. Was, yeah. He, he was. He was magical in that way. Yeah. Uh, but you, some of the other people that you're talking about, like Red Fox, for example, some of the things that he talked about. Oh yeah, no he got that, real vulgar. Yeah, he got pretty bad. There, yeah, and and. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of comedians like that. Um, I find it I, funny how selective it is. I mean, look yeah. at uh, look at what's his name, um, Eddie Murphy's stand up back in the '80s, mm. where he said the f word, and I'm not talking about you know the one the one that's a slur. Yeah, and it was like every other word out of his mouth for like two of his stand up. But yet he has yeah. like he has plenty of roles with Disney, and nobody's ever fired him from anything. You know, it's just so weird how selective it is nowadays. Yeah. 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 I mean, it just—it must get exhausting being outraged like that all the time, too. I don't know how people do it, man. Your voice a donkey, man, and they just let everything go after that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It's just weird to me that people will go after like James Gunn for a tweet that he made like ten years ago and apologized for. But you know, look at Eddie Murphy's old stand-up, and whew, that's way more offensive than that tweet ever was. Yet no one's ever gone after Eddie Murphy. I watched. Eddie I mean, Murphy I'm not saying Raw. anyone should. I'm just saying it. It kind of blows my mind that that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I watched Eddie Murphy Raw when I was 12, and it was too offensive to me. I, I couldn't even watch it all. At 12 years old, I just couldn't get into it. I was like, man, this is just ridiculous. Because I even yeah. then, even then I didn't like toilet humor. At 12 years old, I just never did. I never got into that. And I'm sitting there listening to it, and it's like there for a while. There was one stretch during that stand-up that he was just talking about that the whole time, man. I said, I can't take this no more, and I was cutting it off. I was just, it's just ridiculous. And I got nothing against the dude. I love Beverly Hills Cop, the movies, but I just him, I just, that, that stand-up I could keep. Well, that uh, controversy, like what you were talking about, Jack, there with the, hosting the Academy Awards, that's a, that's a, you know, that just came out Uh-oh. of nowhere. And uh, so, I mean, I don't know. Who is hosting the Academy Awards? I believe they're not going to have one. Oh my really? God! Who the hell? Who's doing it? Nobody. They're, I'm sure they're just going to have the presenters come up and, uh, you know, that's all you really need. Yeah. When you get right down to it, we don't need somebody to come out there and stand on the stand and hold the mic. And no. they'll probably have somebody off screen, you know, with the voice. I'm coming up. We yeah. have blah blah blah, you know. But other than that, yeah, there's there's not going to be anything. Billy Crystal's the best one that's ever done it, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, he was good. He was, he was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know of any ones back in the day, like back in those seventies, you know, early eighties back. But Johnny Carson always did a good job. Oh, I uh, bet. There was a number of other. Yeah, there was a number of others. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Billy Crystal, he come out and he do that little song for every movie, for, for, for you know, for, about the movies. Yeah. I thought that was pretty good. You know, it was it's good. Uh. What did you, I'm going to ask you first, uh, Billy. Oh, okay. Because uh, you, you, I think you actually watched it. Uh, the State of the Union Address, what did you think of it? Actually, I did not watch it. Oh, wow. I, I did not. Um, I was busy that night, and I just wasn't in the mood. Yeah. Um, so 
Oh, I cool. passed on it. Cool. I passed. Yeah. Uh, the snippets that I've heard are, are about what I expected, quite right, frankly. I mean, right. uh, they were typical remarks, uh, and you have this partisan description of things. Uh, you know, if you listen to the conservatives, well, he's trying to reach out and he's trying to unite the party. The, you know, the, the parties together, and then if you listen to the Democrats, it's oh well, it was it, it's not really genuine. He's you know he's doing this and he's so you just i mean it's the same thing over and over again and i'm just really blown away by the fact that the 2000 election has already started i mean it's yeah. a full swing. Oh, it yeah. is an absolute full swing yeah and it, 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 it's it going just on seems every like, time i talk it, it it seems like you know it seems like when i was younger it, on an election year you know you'd have Starting in January and February, we had all the talk about the primaries, and then it leaded up to the conventions in the summertime, and then you had the big, uh, you know, the election and this and that. And then that following January, you had the inauguration, and then that was pretty much it for three years, mm-hmm. okay? And you didn't really hear that much about the president unless there was something really big happening. There was some big, you know, legislation trying to, you know, trying to get signed, or there was some sort of a national crisis, but now the the news cycle is Trump, Trump, Trump every single day, right. and the election cycle is constant. It's perpetual now. There is no. It starts the day after the election. The speculation about the next one. Yeah. And uh, it, we have become so politicized now and we put way too much stock in in what the government is doing in terms of our everyday lives the government really the president really does not have that much of a role bad or good in what happens in everyday life they just it, that is way overblown it is way overblown that that the president is that much of a thing and we are obsessed with it now we are absolutely obsessed with it and it's um, it's feeding a culture of hatred on both sides, and even with independence now, everybody's got an attitude. It's um, I, I don't know what can correct it, but I can tell you that's one of the reasons why I just was not interested in listening to that speech. Yeah, wasn't interested in the democratic response. I wasn't interested in any of it. Yeah, it was. I didn't pretty, pay any attention to it either. I'll it be was honest. The, the best but, part of the whole thing. What I saw of it was when that guy Judah Summit was a Holocaust survivor, 81 years old, and they all sung "Happy Birthday" to him. Oh wow! I thought that was the best part. Oh the whole, yeah, that's of awesome. the whole damn thing. The rest of it, man, it was just the same old thing. And I'll tell you this now: I will make notice of this because I watched this in an, one of the videos I was watching. It was kind of weird, eerie. He made a statement that for the government to move to go forward. They're going to have to stop this partisan, you know, investigations. Talking about Russia. Yeah. yeah. They showed a clip of the last inaugural, the last, I think it was the last State of the Union address he had before he resigned, Nixon. And he damn near said the same thing. Talking about the Watergate investigation. At that time, it had right, been going right. on about a year. I said, man, it almost had goosebumps go up my arm. I'm like, geez, man, it's like watching two peas in a pod. Yeah. And there, are, and you have to admit, when you sit down, there's some similarities in their attitude sometimes. Yeah. I mean, 
not saying this is going to happen, people. That ain't what I'm saying. But if you have to look, there is some similarities sometimes in the way they do things, way they, the way they act. Yeah. So uh, I'm just, I'm just tired know, of this constant election cycle. You know. Oh yeah. Exactly of, right. Oh yeah. Of, I agree. Instead of focusing on you know stuff that you know legislation needs passed to fix actual issues and problems, everybody's just looking. Oh, will I get reelected or not if I pass this? Whether or not it's for the good of the people. And really, I think it's more dangerous than anything. Yeah. Um, no, that's all I wanted to say in the thing or the whole thing, but it's just—it's exhausting. Uh, he claims he's meeting with Kim Jong Un in Vietnam, February twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. That's on my birthday, actually. So he'll be wow. meeting them in. So uh, that's a good birthday present for you. The what? That's, that's a good birthday present for you. Oh yeah, man! That's, you, I couldn't ask for nothing more. <laughs> but uh. So, oh, I wanted to make mention. Also, we talked about it that uh, last Tuesday night. That rapper that was from the UK. Yeah, Twenty One Savage. That's his name. That's his oh, name. okay. Yeah, I wanted to clarify. Good Lord, man, you've seen him? No, he got tattoos. He got tattoos on his face. Oh, all of them do, man. Coming down his coming down his the, the slope of his nose, he's got something there. It looks like some kind of Celtic cross or something. Yeah, I'm not knocking. And like I said, I ain't knocking tattoos. I just don't understand it, man. Just I just don't. don't get the face tattoo thing. I no. mean, unless you're going to use it to like maybe cover up. Because some some people do use like uh, flesh color tattoos to like help cover up scars, stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I get that, but, you know, having the tears or having, like, a 69 above your right eye or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That screams, let's get a job. That screams, uh, I'll have a job, or I will never have a job that pays taxes. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah. And not only that, but it's just ugly. I mean, there's, I don't have any tattoos, I don't have any piercings, I don't care if other people get them. Um, And there are some very well done, great looking tattoos out there. But, I mean... If you're going to get one, then get one that you can cover up, you know? You don't want to be walking down the aisle on your wedding day with a couple of murder tears coming out of your left eye. No. I, mean, I just, I don't know, I just, I don't understand it. You know, there are people out there who get the whites of their eyes tattooed. Yeah, it feels like mm, yeah, That's crazy. Lord yeah, Jesus. I watched a video of that one time and uh, never again. That's oh, that's disgusting. Just, that's just plain, that's just plain, I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I, I mean, you do it. you, but I just. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have the full authority to say you look stupid. What do you do that? I mean, yeah, it's just I don't know. That's out there. Uh, I do want to got one last story before we leave. Uh, I wanted to get into this one. Y'all hear about the Canadian woman who wrote her own obituary? Um, no. She wrote her own obituary before she died. Sylvia Marie Hicks of Baysville, Ontario, wrote that she passed away on February 2nd, 2019, and left behind her loving husband, Ron Hicks, who she often affectionately referred to as a horse's ass. Uh, Hicks wrote that she also left behind my children, who I tolerated over the years, including her oldest son, Bob, who was her favorite. She wrote she would miss seeing her grandchildren grow up to be the incredible people they were meant to be. Hicks included other details about her life, like her graduation from Hamilton General Hospital School Nursing in 1957 and that she was a member of the Lions Club in Baysville. She wrote, I finally have the smoking hot body I've always wanted, having been cremated, she wrote. 
<laughs> I did hear that. Yeah, I did hear that line. For those of you who are wondering who assisted me in writing this, it wasn't my husband, it, was, it wasn't my oldest, nor was it my youngest. Thank you all for sharing my life with me. I'm off to swim to the B-U-O-Y. I don't know how you pronounce that. Boy? The buoy. Buoy? The buoy. Oh, yeah, I said buoy and back. She concluded. But, yeah, if I get a chance, I'm going to post this. She was 82 years old. I'm going to post this on the Facebook page. The obituary. It's pretty yeah. good. It wasn't very Canadian, though. She didn't say anything about hockey or maple syrup. Right, yeah. right. Right. Also, how many of her kids were named Gordon or Doug? <laughs> That is a common word. I tell you what, a Canadian show I used to like watch was uh, the Red Green Show. Oh, dude, I've been actually watching that past couple weeks on YouTube. There's there's a YouTube channel. It's like Red Green TV that has every single episode. Oh God, I gotta subscribe. Yeah, it's great, dude. I'll send you a link when we get off here. Okay. You ever watched it, Billy? Uh, No, I have not. You have to. I don't know. You may not like it, but you might. It's kind of an offset kind of humor. But it's good. It's kind of like, like it. it's hokey Canadian humor. Um, yeah. About like a, a uh, like the Canadian wilderness. This guy who lives up there in a lodge with a bunch of other guys, and okay. it's it's funny. It's it's kind of hokey, but it's funny. I used to watch it with my dad growing up. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely very Canadian humor. Um, I'll send you a link too if you want. I'll post it. All right. Up. Sure. Yeah, it's good. It's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Well, I ain't got nothing else. Y'all got anything? I'm good, man. Yeah, I don't have much either. All right. Well, with that being said, we'll be back Monday night at uh, 11 o'clock. Here with another episode of Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. If you get a chance, check out Sweet Truth Media. I've got another uh, new bit on there about the uh, the best of type bit of a Tuesday night show. I did do one of those. Have you had a chance to listen to that, Jay? Oh, great. Uh, no, you know, to be honest, I didn't even hop on Facebook until okay. probably about 15 minutes before the show. I'm just, I've been laying in bed all day, like, trying to not kill myself, so it's been, uh, it's oh, been okay. one of those days. Well, you keep it's at it, a, man. We don't need you doing that. Oh, uh, <laughs> no. you know, you, have you ever had, like, a full-blown migraine? No, oh, yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, you're lucky. Yeah, so, I've had a headache, but I've never had a migraine. That's what I woke up to today, too. Like, I woke up and bam, it, like, started instantly. So I've been laying in bed most of the day. But, um, right. The headaches finally start to go down a little bit, though, so that's good. Good, good. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, when you uh, get a chance, I tagged you in it, I believe. So just take a listen to it when you can. I tagged both of you, I think. I'll, I'll so, check it out as soon as uh, we get off here. Yeah, it's just a little. Sh- I think I ended up being with the with the transitions and stuff in between, I think, three minutes, something like that. That's not bad. Yeah. All right, well, y'all have a good one. We'll be back, like I said, Monday night at 11 o'clock. Y'all be, uh, peace out. Peace out. Bye, guys. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... 
Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.